Everybody, I don't even care to do an intro. I don't care to do an intro song. I don't care to do a formal greeting. And not because of rudeness, not because of lack of hospitality. Because I just got some potentially amazing potential news. Anyone who's listened to this podcast, which is nobody... Because again, nobody asked for this. Welcome to Nobody Asked For This. Fine. You got it out of me. Your introduction. This is episode, I think, 67 of the Nobody Asked For This podcast. Not to brag, we're like approaching three quarters of 100 episodes. But to get back on topic, which is a a problem I've had in the past 66 episodes, but I'm going to kind of start paving a new way now. I just heard that the drum roll I can't do a drum roll I'm holding my phone the gingerbread latte may be back at Starbucks or at Mermaid Coffee Shop this Christmas season now I don't want to speak too soon I don't want to get ahead of myself all I know is insiders have told me that there's going to be some sort of like a gingerbread chai. And by ins- insiders, I mean, um, I just saw it on the internet. There's going to be a gingerbread oat, something shaken, upside down, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious chai drink. Now, my assumption is they have the gingerbread syrup back that they're going to add to this chai drink that they're trying to mass market. But if that is true, that means they have gingerbread syrup, which means they could do a gingerbread latte, which has been one of, I would say, my top three initiatives on this podcast was get bring back the gingerbread latte. And I really think what made the difference was last year, I just started complaining in November when they brought back the Christmas drinks and they didn't have the gingerbread latte. Like I just, I complained for something that didn't happen and was now never going to happen. But this year, I did what I would call action steps And I said, you know what, instead of complaining about this when it's too late, I'm going to start complaining about this when there's still time. So I was in like March, April, May, really doing a campaign, I would call it, for the gingerbread latte. I was the campaign manager for the Bring Back Gingerbread Latte Initiative. And again, I don't want to speak too soon because you never know. Sometimes I read stuff like, Oh, the eggnog latte is coming back. I get all excited. And then it turns out that, yeah, it is coming back, but like only in Malaysia or something. So I don't want to get too excited, but this could be the year. This could be the year we bring back the gingerbread latte. Now, while I'm talking to the mermaid of the mermaid coffee shop, I have like, not a request, like I'm not super concerned about this aspect, but like if you're, if you're listening anyway, Could we bring back, well, one, of course, the eggnog latte. The eggnog latte, I'm willing to, like, if if I had to pick one, I would would say gingerbread only because I feel like I could probably make an eggnog latte. You know what I mean? And, like, other other stores, I'm sure I could find, like, a artisanal something or other. Like, I, like, what I like about eggnog is the egg- what I like about the eggnog latte is the eggnog, which I can drink eggnog. I can put eggnog in a microwave. Like, that's fine. Like, whatever. The gingerbread latte is a bit harder. Now, I was talking about a couple of episodes ago how I was seeking out my own gingerbread syrup. 
Um, hoping I don't have to do that because that sounds like a lot of work. It already took me multiple hours of searching, multiple customer service exchanges by both phone and email, mind you, to get to get my pumpkin spice syrup. So I hope, I hope like I can just go to Starbucks and pay essentially the price of what a bottle would cost of gingerbread syrup per one single unit, you know, one single latte. Because that's, that's the type of, you know, person I am. Not super proud of it. But if anyone wants to get me a gift in the next couple months, I would say Mermaid Coffee Shop gift card would be the way to go. I can promise you it will get used. I can promise you um, I will be getting my star points. I actually have too many stars. I have to start using my stars, my Starbucks stars, because apparently they expire, which... It, it, is crazy to me, but also, like, it, it really, I'm so scared to look at, like, what the, like, I, okay, I have 400 stars. I'm pretty sure, and I'm too scared to confirm this, but I'm pretty sure you get either two stars, or I think one star for every two dollars, I think, is the thing. So, like, okay, every two dollars you get one star. I have 400 stars. That means I've spent $200 at Starbucks in the last however however long. $200. It's actually that's like no, that's a lot of money. I'm I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud of that. I actually hope like you know, I, I've talked about how, like, these scientists that are, you know, all this AI and they're inventing, you know, the latest and greatest. I, I'm fully in support of the oldest and mediocreist. Like, I don't think we need to be latest and greatesting anything. Like, I think we're good. I think we've gotten technology to a point where it's helping us, but it's, like, hasn't started to hurt us, like, too, 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 too bad. I'm sure you could argue that it has hurt us, but like I think we're at a good, we're at a, we're at a point where like the risk is low enough given the 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 pros, like the rewards that we get from it. So I think we need to stop. But my fear is that one day these freaking scientists are going to figure out a way to discover like how much money you've spent over the course of your entire life and then and then which if that isn't bad enough be able to break it down like you spent this thousandth of dollars on starbucks you spent thirty eight thousand dollars on mcdonald's now i wish i had thirty eight thousand dollars to spend on anything but i feel like if i have spent thirty eight thousand dollars on anything it's yeah like a like a wendy's or like olive garden or a and w you know one of the one of the major fast food chains so yeah, I would just, uh, this is my plea, like, please, if if you are on some sort of a team that is researching this, trying to make this happen, like, I beg of you, please stop what you're doing, you don't know, you don't know what you're doing, you know, like, you, I mean, I'm sure you know what you're doing, and you're very intelligent, so congratulations, but like, you don't, please think of the implications of your actions, you know, yeah, anyway, I... You know, I'm going to be honest, last week I was bragging about how well I was doing. You know, I was recording the podcast, you know, in the morning. It was a Wednesday morning. Now it's fully nine o'clock at night. 
the day before this comes out. But I actually think that I wasn't supposed to record this earlier because then I wouldn't have had the glorious announcement of the gingerbread latte potentially coming back because I just found out about this news not even 20 minutes ago. Okay, maybe 25 minutes ago. So it all worked. It all worked like it had to. Now, if you remember from last week, which again, I just want to do a quick acknowledgement. If you happen to stumble upon this episode randomly, one, there's no way you're listening a full eight minutes in. You've definitely skipped at this point. But if you are, um, when it sounds like I'm talking to other people, I promise you, I know that there's no one listening to this. I, I'm, I'm not delusional. Well, that's up for debate, but I'm not delusional enough to think that like I'm talking to the masses but I really don't know how else to talk like I think it's sad if I don't talk like I'm talking to the masses like if I really sink in the idea and the reality that like I'm truly like recording voice notes on my phone and then putting them on the internet thinking people are going to listen to them so like if I if I sit in that in that truth a little bit too long it's a bit sad so I act like I have thousands if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of listeners. And I would really appreciate everyone kind of, if not joining me on this journey, like leaving me be. So I just want to get that out of the way. I do that disclaimer about once an episode. Henceforth, um, I started a sentence like a minute ago that I'm going to finish now. If you remember from last week, my inspiration for starting the recording in the you know early morning as opposed to the late evening last week was I was procrastinating reading a book and I'm here to tell you that I have not finished that book. I've not finished that book in the slightest. I actually, I only have about, um, like about an hour left. I don't know pages because I have the ebook version. So who knows? Um, I think I have about like a hundred ebook pages. If anyone knows the the comparison, I don't think it's like a one to one. This is this is truly details, but all 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 of this to say that I did not give the name of that book last week. I will not give the name of that book this week because one, no one's listening to this, and I just feel like recommending or not recommending books to nobody is like a step further than I'm willing to go in this whole facade. But also, I um. I don't want anyone to read it. So I feel like, why not talk? Like, I'm not going to say anything. And I also feel like a bit more comfortable saying negative things if I'm not, you know, like slandering someone's career in the process. So I'm reading a book. It's absolutely terrible. It's just pages and pages and pages of nothingness. The actual story isn't that bad. Like, like if you boil it down, like what the, what the novel, novel, I don't, what does novel mean? I think I know what it means, but like what, I'm going to go, actually, hold on, we have time. What is, what does novel mean? Not the novel coronavirus. A fictitious prose narrative of book length, typically representing character and action with some degree of realism. Yikes, that's really, that's more specific than I had, than I had anticipated, but but yeah, the the premise of the novel, of the prose, is not bad. It's just like we really, like we just keep taking left turns. We keep going on tangents. We don't finish a thought. Oh my gosh, I'm describing my own podcast. Yikes. Okay, this was not a bit. This was not me planning out 
um, something that I, yeah, okay. Basically, in conclusion, uh, what I don't like about this, about this book is what is probably what someone would not like about my podcast. Huh. Okay, you know what? Sorry, I'm losing my voice. I, um, I reject this narrative because it's one thing for me to do this on my own free will, on my own time. I don't force this on anybody. I don't even make my, my inner circle listen to this. But for somebody to be a New York Times bestselling author, which apparently, if you just browse any bookstore, is not hard to do, you would be hard-pressed to find... Is that an actual term? You would be hard-pressed to find a novel or, or a non-novel in any sort of bookstore that doesn't say something alluding to being a New York Times bestseller. I'm Googling what hard-pressed means because we have time today. What does it mean to be hard-pressed? If someone is hard-pressed, they're under a great deal of strain and worry, usually because they do not, not because they have not got enough money. Well, been there. But my point, even though I was going on a tangent, which I said was probably a bad thing, is I'm not like forcing anyone to read this. And I'm not saying that when an author puts out a book, they're forcing you to read it, but you know that people are going to read it, right? Like, you know, you have your fans of your last book, you know, that are going to be, you know, lining up at the bookstore, like they're waiting for the new iPhone, waiting to read your book. So it's almost like when you want it to be good. Also, I have a problem with, um, which me have a problem with something. What? I have a problem with how on a book you can put like a review, like, you know, they have those like blurbs or whatever. And it's like the greatest writer of our time, but it's not people talking about your current book. It's someone talking about just like a book that you wrote, but you know, you're browsing, you're browsing chapters and you're like, oh my gosh, someone called this book a modern masterpiece. But then you look at where the quote came from and the quote came from an article from three years ago about the last book that they published. Like, how was that allowed? That would be like, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before, but thankfully no one listens to this so I could really just be re-uploading the same stories and re-uploading the same episodes in perpetuity. Is that Latin? Anyway, um, it sounded Latin. But if I submitted an essay that I was like, you know what, not my best work. Why didn't I just get all the comments from the one good essay I wrote four years ago and just plaster it on the front, plaster it on the title page? Great sentence structure. My English professor, 2012. Incredible usage of proper nouns. In quotes, my third grade English teacher. Wow. Third grade science teacher. Just the star emoji. Seventh grade math teacher. You know, I can do that too. I can play that game. New York Times bestseller. I actually think I have, a, I have a, an episode titled New York Times bestseller, but it's like new, like K-N-E-W and then York with an E, and then Times, like the Spice, and then bestseller, like normal. 
And I, I think that that is probably one of my best, one of my better titles, I would say. Some, I sometimes feel like the title of the episodes are better than the actual episodes. Um, again, <clears throat> no one would listen to it to know, like to call me out on it. But I like, I like, uh, I like thinking of the titles. Unless, of course, a title does not naturally present itself, and then it's torture. And then I have to go through, like, listen to the sound of my own voice, which is like, which is like nails on a chalkboard. Although I will say, I've gotten better at just embracing it, you know? Like, I just have to think of it like anyone that hears your voice on a recording, like, is, is so used to your voice that they're not thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, I don't think my voice necessarily stands out to anyone that's not me, you know? And for that, I am grateful. And if I'm wrong, no one tell me. I'm... Very yawny, this episode, and I'm not, I'm not so sure why, although it is, you know, we're coming up on 10 o'clock at night, so I guess it's not, like, the greatest mystery. I was also, to be fair, sitting in traffic for about four hours today. Okay, like, three and a half, not four. I was driving for, th- I was in the car for three and a half hours, and there were multiple points where I thought, you know what, should I just multitask? Should I just click the record button on my phone. I have a, I have like a dash thing. So I wouldn't be obviously holding my phone and driving at the same time. That would be very unsafe and not something I would do. That sounded like I was being sarcastic. I really don't do that. But I was like, should I just record? But then I thought, you know what? You're probably not gonna be able to hear me over the the breeze and the wind and the weird noises that my card makes. Like my car fully, if anyone is a mechanic or knows one, like send help. I can send you audio files. My car makes the weirdest noises. Like to the point where if I hired a Ghostbuster, like if I hired the the two people from The Conjuring, which I actually think they're real people, but I'm pretty sure they both have since passed, um, like the people they're based on or whatever. I would be delighted to find that, you know, my car was actually haunted. Like, there's not something wrong. Like, there's just a ghost somewhere in the engine. Because the rate at which I have to add coolant to my car is not cool. It's not cool, Lint. Because I'm telling you, there's, there are times when, I, you know, I didn't realize I needed to add more. Like, I literally put, I put coolant in my car at the same rate that people who drive a Prius put gas into their car. Can I, I saw the craziest thing the other day. I will get back to the story about how my car is falling apart and how the people at the oil change spot has, have been predicting it for years and I've just been telling them that they're basically like alarmists and they can calm down and now it's happening. I'll get back to that. I fully saw a Tesla at a gas station the other day and I just thought, why are you here? Like obviously, ooh. What the heck was that? <laughs> like, obviously. Yikes. Like, obviously, they're allowed to be there. And I, I personally, I think a gas station, like, is the best food. Are you kidding me? A 7-Eleven? Taquito? And then you get, like, the snacks, but, like, not the regular snacks. Like, the 7-Eleven branded snacks. And then you can get, like, they have, like, cheesecake on a stick. Now, of course, if you're judging any of this stuff by the prices, like... It's downhill, but if you just go for the ambiance and for the experience and for the taste and for the flavor, 10 out of 10. And the drink prices at a, at a gas station are like fairly cheap. It's like a dollar for a soda 
or like a dollar or two for coffee like that that's where they get you actually no where they get you is for the the seven dollar cheesecake on a stick i don't know maybe sticks are expensive these days but uh, i don't know why this this you know strawberry cheesecake it literally needs to cost 9.99 i once went to i can't remember the name of the restaurant but i saw what looked like a full slice of cheesecake on on a stick i said that's really odd that you know it needs to be on a stick but whatever i think it might have been dipped in chocolate i got it i was at the register they said okay that'll be like 7.99 i'm like okay a little bit more than i would have thought for like a fast food place but whatever like i'll go with it i'm sure it's like a full slice of cheesecake it was literally like I don't know, two inches. Like it was the smallest like dessert I'd ever seen. It was like, a, it was a two bright bite brownie on a stick essentially of cheesecake for literally $9. So I bought two, but I wasn't happy about it and continued to not be. But yeah, I saw a, ga- a, a Tesla at a gas station and like not... In the the you know like the you know the parking lot park part of a gas station like in front of the like the shop part you can there's like parking spaces no they were like fully pulled into like where you would pump gas and I don't know if it was like some sort of a political statement I don't know if it was Greta Tunes like saying look at me now like I don't know I don't want to assume but um, it's dark out there I'm just going to switch gears because I have something else to talk about and I don't really have like a smooth segue. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop in the Tesla and just you know smoothly drive us over to the next topic, which is I smell like onions. My defense for... is it? I guess it would be my defense. Isn't that so funny how you say like, you know, no, uh, no, what would, be the, what would be the saying? You're like, in my defense... But then you say like, oh, he plays defense. It's just interesting to think about. We talk about how the English language makes no sense all the time on the Nobody Asks This podcast. So I thought it was relevant to bring up. But my defense, no, no, my defense, because I'm, I mean like the active defense. Okay, my defense, my defense, hmm, I don't know. My defense against anytime I smell is to just say it. You know, I'll be like, man, I smell like wet dog today. You know, just you have to get it out in the open. You have to be the one to say it. And most of the time people will be like, oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. And you're like, oh, thank you. Like, even if they're lying, it's, you know, okay. Oh, sure. Thanks. I smell like onions. Probably because about an hour ago, I was eating a burger with raw onions. Now, I forgot to order my burger without, you guessed it, raw onions. I normally I normally do. And I've gotten so used to picking it out. But I was like, you know what? It's not like this is a lunch break. Like, this is my dinner. I'm going to bed. I'll, I'll take a shower tomorrow. Like, it'll be fine. Like, before I see, you know, other people. But if it was, if it, if it was like, on a lunch, like, I would get rid of it. Because for some reason, whenever I taste or I eat raw onions, I start smelling. I start, like, sweating onion in seconds. I probably have to see the doctor. I think I have somewhere in my emails, like a reminder email that I have a doctor's appointment at some point. Um, I, that wasn't me saying like, I'm so busy. Everyone's emailing me. The only reason my email is clogged is because I sign up for a lot of like random new subscriptions that I don't really mean to. Like I did get, um, an email just this afternoon, just as a, for instance, I got an email from Candy Funhouse. 
which is not anything weird. It's literally a website where you buy candy. And the head headline was, it's September and the candyologist's fall picks are here. I mean, I'm always saying, listen to the scientists. So this for this newsletter, they're recommending Takis, Taki lollipops with chili powder dip. They had to email me about that. Um, and Cadbury Dairy Milk Salted Caramel UK. That's that's what it's called. Um, and then a couple other fall selections. I don't want to give it all away. Um, but yes. I also, for the, for the longest time, was somehow subscribed to like uh, some sort of like a Yahoo Answers. I don't know for people that might not know Yahoo Answers. Yahoo Answers was, because I think it's not a thing anymore, but it was like like a forum where you could type in like any sort of question. It could be like, I think I have athletes, but what do I do? Or like you could do word for word a question from a worksheet that you were given in elementary school and like someone will give you the answer. It's like chat GPT, but like more community-based, like someone in the community had to see it you know, respond. It's basically, as it boiled down, it's like those annoying discussion posts that you have to do in school where, like, you just have to have, like, a semi-scripted BS conversation with your classmates where you'd be like, hi, you know, my name is whatever. Um, my, and, and, you know, the topic this week made me really interested in the topic this week because I think the topic this week is very interesting. And then someone responds, Hi, whoever. I I really agree with your take that this week's topic is interesting. I also find this week's topic interesting because this week's topics is something that, in my opinion, is interesting. I really think we're on the same page with this, and I'm really looking forward to going through the rest of this course um, in discussion with you all. And then... When you're, the, when, when you're the person after that person, you're really screwed because you have to really think of something new. So you'll say like, oh my gosh, I think, I agree with both of you that this is a really interesting topic. This week's topic, it reminds me of something else random in that I find them both interesting. I would really like to take a course in you know this other topic one day, but for now, since we're in this course, I'm really excited to learn. And it's like BS, like we're not saying anything. It's word salad, it's participation marks, it's a waste of time, a waste of space, and I love them dearly. But yeah, Yahoo Answers is basically that, which was a knockoff version of whatever newsletter I had once stumbled on, where for like probably two years, every day I would get a newsletter of just two random questions that people had asked on this website. And it was anything from like a question about physics to a question about like, what do I do? I think my daughter's pregnant. Now guess which one of those two I would sit down and read. Obviously the physics, duh. Um, but no, it was, the, it was like the craziest things. And I, I tried to unsubscribe a couple times and they make unsubscribing to these things so difficult because it's not just like one button and you're done. Some, sometimes on the rare occasion that the sun is in the right place and the moon is shining down on you or whatever, you'll get, you'll get a, a one-click unsubscribe and they don't send you a confirmation email. They, they don't make you go in and like adjust your email settings. Like it's just, it's a one and done. Most of the time you have to do those things. 
at the very least, they'll send you like another email to confirm. And then you have to click something. It's like, what part of don't email me again? Did you not understand? I don't want a confirmation email. I like just not done. No more emails done. Uh, but if you know, you can't always get what you want. But I don't ever remember unsubscribing successfully from that, from that process, nor could I tell you how I got on their, on their radar to begin with, but they have, they have finally stopped emailing me. But what hasn't stopped is the smell of onions. I'm starting to wonder, I always thought when I ate onions, I just started sweating onion, but I was definitely like picking them out because I always go through this thing of like, do I eat them? Do I not? Do I pick them out? Do I not? And I definitely touch them in the process of, of picking them out and then sometimes putting them back in. So maybe it's just my hands smell like onion. I don't know if those scientists, you know, put their efforts into doing smell-o-vision. Again, very grateful for the, for the scientists. That sounded angry. I apologize. But if, if they put their efforts into doing smell-o-vision, Maybe we would be able to be at a point where I could put my phone or my hand up to my phone and then you could put your nose up to your phone and then you'd go and then smell the onions. Also, just kind of reflecting on my on my fast food experience, I would order a burger with no onions in the same breath that I ordered onion rings. I wonder if that was confusing to anybody. Huh. I would say that's probably my favorite side. Like if I had to pick one side that I could get, like only that one side, it's not, they're not very common, at least where I am. That and like macaroni and cheese would be my, my choices. Also, of course, stuffing, but like that's not really like on the menu at a fast food restaurant, but it should be. Where is, do I have to think, do I have to think of everything? Where is the fast food, like Thanksgiving food, place where it's like year round you can order thanksgiving like through a drive through window like where is that like do again i have to think of everything which is really unfortunate for us like i think if all of the good idea or not all of the good ideas but if a lot of the good ideas on planet earth just happen to reside in my brain we're screwed because i'm probably not going to like have them come to fruition you know, we should have we should have had somebody who, you know, was getting all the good ideas be someone of wealth, be someone who had like connections, be someone who didn't spend their free time talking to their own phone in which they would then upload the audio feed, you know, to the internet. Like maybe that's why, you know, not everything is as figured out as it should be. Because I'm I'm supposed to fix it and like I don't know how. And smell like onions. Like profusely. I also talk with my hands. Even when I'm doing this. Like I'm not talking to somebody. But my hands are like moving all over the place. So it's really wafting the onion smell. It's like in, it's like in high school chemistry. When you're doing the experiments. And if you have to smell something. You're not supposed to just shove your face in the, in the beaker. You're supposed to do. You're supposed to do a waft. As if, why, like, why would you need to smell that? Why do you need to smell chemicals at all? That makes no sense. But you're supposed to waft. Okay, anyway, I'm going to be really honest with, with everybody here. 
Sometimes I record an episode and I think I am a genius. That was the best thing I ever did. You know, my finest work. And sometimes I record an episode and think, well, that was 30 minutes, wasn't it? So this is this is this is one of the latter. I tried, okay? I was I sat I sat in too much traffic today to like provide a show, you know? You can't like sit in traffic and then like, you know, be a performer. Unless you're like a pilot. Cuz like the airport seems like there's a lot of traffic and like you can't. Yeah, I guess pilot is like the one job where like you can't really mess up. Like, sorry, not in a sense of, like, you can't do it wrong. Like, you you can't, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, some high stakes. Yikes. Remind me not to be a pilot. Okay, anyway, I hope everyone has a splendid week, or at least, like, a decent week, at at, at least. Um, I just, I just basically, in my head, came up with the, with the phrase, at least. I was like, what's it called? It's, like, the opposite of most, at least. Um, anyway, if for whatever reason you have made it this far along and you think, I would like to hear more of this, I, I know the place. You go to podcast, nobody asks for this, com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, um, like I think other places, but nowhere that I'm fully aware. I think like Samsung something, they have podcasts, Google Play something or other. I feel like most people use Apple or Spotify, but you know what I mean. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, I think that's it. Like, we don't really post, but if you want to, you know, if you just, yeah, I don't know, whatever, just for fun, just for ceremony, give us a follow. Um, and I will talk to you next week. I will talk at you next week, more more specifically, but um, yeah. Take care.